Okay, happy, what is today, Wednesday? Happy now. <laughs> happy ever present now. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me on my Wednesday podcast. Today, I just wanted to talk about space and remote working. So all my life, I went through schooling where I had to, you know, go up and have like perfect attendance and all that good good stuff. And the older I get, the more I realize that line of thinking where you have to show up at a specific time to do a specific set of tasks by a specific authority figure known as an as an um, instructor or teacher or whatever, it kind of culminates this sense of you have to go to a certain place to do a certain thing, whether it's learning or work, or whatever. It it segregates you, it specializes you, you know, division of labor. I think the idea of division of labor uh, also goes into the idea of division of spaces, right? So, you know, at a hospital, you do triage and patient care at a at a at a place of work you do work um at a place of play you do play and there's a place for everything and it's all sort of you know um separated by space but in our modern world where everything is online there's really no space separation you know in a digital world you can have 20 different tabs open and each tab could be a whole separate thing in one tab you can be working in another tab you can be listening to music on youtube on another tab you could be you know shopping and another tab you can do be doing something else so everything is simultaneously at once here and now but separated via your timing right and we call this thing multitasking and it's interesting because school prepares you to not do remote work because school prepares you to think of work in terms of a specific place and a specific time but in the end you know work and life are always happening your cells are working in your body 24 7 they don't stop they don't just take an eight you know hour break they don't I guess I guess cells do sleep. I'm not entirely sure. But they don't actually stop working. Your life doesn't stop going on after you go to work, you know. Whatever drama or, you know, melodramatic events that go after work comes before work and it's still there during work. It's just you're shifting focus. And that's the thing, it's like I like remote work. I like the idea of having to never leave my room and just, you know, earn money from just sitting and doing work on my computer. But I'm so hardwired to not do that. I'm hardwired to go to a specific place, perform a specific set of functions, and then leave and then have the rest of the day to um, pursue whatever I want to pursue, provided that place that I went to, i.e. work, didn't rob me of my energy, my time, my passion, my creativity, and all that stuff, right? A lot of the ideas of socialization also comes from... um, in school because if you think about it you know lots of uh depending on the, your culture i think for indians um we don't have friends outside of school we don't go at other to other people's houses after, after you know school maybe a relative's house and we play around with like our relatives and stuff but it, you know but i don't think we we have friendships outside of sort of work in terms of having real genuine friends you hang out with after work and the, the more older you get, the more your friend levels drop. Some of your friends end up, 
you know, dying or they're sick or sometimes you get distant. You know, and again, nothing is at, no one's at fault. This is just how things go. But I think in this new era of remote work, there is this, this, this whole training works against you, right? If you've been trained for the past, you know, what, 18, 19 years of your life, to go to a specific place to do a specific set of functions, it's going to be really hard for you to do a specific set of functions in your own house, right? Because you, you're you just so in, uh, what is it called? Inoculation? You, you've been so inoculated with this idea and its practice, right? You habitualize. You're like, a, you're like Pavlov's dog, right? Every time the school bell rang, you switch from one class to the other, right? There has been this great brainwashing and I feel so great for the kids of this era because they don't have to go through that. They're going to go through 20 gajillion Zoom meetings and realize half of it is not productive. <laughs> like this meeting could have been a freaking email, you know. But um, yeah, the kids today that are doing sort of online learning from home have to learn to operate and sort of mediate and modulate their focus and not get lost in the you know distractions of YouTube and all the other things that they could be doing because for them it's a tab away. For if you're actually in a physical place, you're in a physical environment. It's not a tab away, right? Like I went shopping the other day, you know, and like I'm at a Walmart and I have to actually physically think about going to a section to get an item. Like it, it, for in my mind, I'm like. I'm like, I'm trying to click through Walmart because <laughs> I'm so used to just ordering stuff from Amazon. I don't have to do, I don't have to move anything. I just type and boom, all the products come to me, you know? doesn't work that way when you're in physical world, right? You have to actually move and spend energy and, you know, spend time. Here it's like near instantaneous, right? You want to buy a candle? You just type the word candle and boom. It's like a bajillion candles you can buy. You can sort through the whole candle library of Amazon database and buy one, uh, whatever you want, right? In terms of um, going shopping, it's like, well, if I go shopping in Walmart, I have to figure out, okay, which section is the candles in, okay? Before I get to that section, which section am I in? Like, how do I navigate in this maze of physical, you know, Walmart stores and get through and find the right category, then the subcategory, and then the sub-item called a candle. Because, again, in my real, like, shopping on Amazon, I just type it and it's there. I don't have to do anything else. It's so easy. And that's partly why it's addicting, right? It's like, it's super easy to spend your money on Amazon because, you know, it's, it's so available. You just click and it's done, you know, over there. You have to actually do stuff. So, I think, I think... It's, a, it's an adjustment to work remotely, to be focused on your endeavors. Um, I don't have any tips. This is, I guess this is a rant in one sense, right? I don't really have any so, sort of solution. I just wanna, I just wanna talk about the problem so eventually the solutions will pop in my mind. And you know, since we're talking on about solutions, maybe one of the solutions is you just try to focus better. You try to meditate, you know, and you try to do, you know, one tab per um, hour, right? So you don't switch tabs every two seconds, you know. You could, you have the ability to, but you sort of take your time and you finish one task before you go into the other one. Or you become super good at multitasking, which, you know, I don't think most people can become multi, you know, good at it. But I think in terms of, 
brain power, if you're spreading it out too thin, it doesn't really work to your advantage. You know, you can make mistakes and that's not good, right? You want to maintain a, uh, a veil of prof professionality. I was reading this book. I kept reading. I keep reading this book. I'm not done with it. It's uh, Passages by, I think her name is Shelley. And, you know, talking about how in the 30s, in your 30s, you're trying to impress people with this fake persona, which is, again, your work persona, right? You want to impress for men specifically because, well, men have to be the sort of the breadwinner in the traditional roles of masculinity, you know? And it's like, yeah. And in order to do all these things, you have to go through all these processes. But are you gaining actual knowledge? I see people with, without high school degrees being way more knowledgeable knowing how to like do things than people who have master's degrees right and this is not all people but there are people who are really true intellects and it's it's amazing you know i env i envy the real intellects not the ones that have been like beaten down and you know who who give away their intellectual curiosity for something called grades you know but the real intellects who try to actually understand the universe and you know Try to actually, you know, be like, okay, the, this is how it works. This is why it works this way. Here is my real understanding, right? And it's it's so interesting, right? There's this concept from, I don't think it's Foucault. It's someone, uh, Delusion Guattari, where they talk about control societies where your access to certain things is controlled. In disciplinary society, your space is controlled. So school, education is a remnant of the uh, Guitarian Discipline Society or Deleuze and Guitarian Discipline Society where they control your physical movement, right? You have to be physically present at a specific space at a specific time. Here in this society, the control is now access to knowledge because, you know, you don't need to go to, you know, Harvard. You can have the same knowledge, right? If, you, if you've learned anything from watching the retail investors doing to, you know, um, what's you might call it? Uh, yeah, hedge funds, what they did, you realize the hedge funds and the retail investors are now on the same footing. It's just access to the markets. That's it. And apps like Robinhood control the access, right? It, it has nothing to do with knowledge because, look, <laughs> the average person, this guy who literally has a YouTube channel called Roaring Kitty, literally beat these highly paid mba you know people who who have went to school for this shit and and here's this guy who's like yeah bruh i'm gonna call myself roaring kitty and i'm just gonna say i like the stock and boom like holy shit so you know again this is such an interesting thing because i as i'm going through my own personal switch from discipline to access i'm I'm trying to sort of unlearn all the things I've learned and let the new learning mechanisms hit, right? Because obviously I want to survive and be in this universe for a long, long time, right? Goofing off and making these podcasts or doing whatever I'm going to do uh, with my existence, meaningless or not. So, you know, the idea is adapt or die. And so the grand goal here is to adapt. But first, you have to understand what the system is. You know, and most systems currently, um, or was prior to COVID, remnants of um, the disciplinary era where your space and time was controlled. Now your space and time is not controlled, your access is controlled, right? 
that's why deplatforming is a threat because you know if you if you're too too out there, you know, and you speak against the ever-loving um, omnipresent algorithms, and you point out certain things. Well, you know, then you get deplatformed. I.e., you don't have access, and this is so true today, right? And it it's probably going to progress simply because that's how control societies work. I actually have to read up on control societies a little bit more, but the basic gist of it is this is how it works. And so now, again, you don't, given you don't need the time and the space, you just need to focus. Somebody who's a meditator would be very, very apt for this world, who would be very successful simply because he knows how to shift focus. And that's all I have to say for today. Thank you so much for joining me in this TED Talk. <laughs> JK, JK, Sucha Talks. I will speak to you on the second one or the next one. Bye.